Hey guys, Dave here from uh, the Atomic Kingdom podcast. Uh, obviously, since you chosen to listen to this podcast, you know which podcast it is. Uh, just doing a little something different this this week because it is Christmas week, and we recorded this episode a few weeks ago, not knowing we wouldn't post it right away um, because we had an opportunity to interview somebody awesome. So go back an episode and check out our interview with uh, Michelle Jensen from the Nerd Out app and support that awesome app if you ever go to cons or you're looking for stuff in your area to find and reach out to other, you know, fellow geeks and nerds, that's the app to do it with. It's pretty amazing. And this episode that we're about to bring to you about, well, you'll find out. I'll leave that as like a little surprise, uh, is brought to you by the Nerd Out app. We just wanted to give them a good shout out. But mostly I just wanted to say thank you all for listening to this podcast. Um, it is with some sad news that I have to announce that, uh, we're not going anywhere, but we're going to take a couple weeks off just uh, till after the holiday and come back refreshed in the 2017 uh, year. And so, yeah, this is our last episode for probably two weeks, and then we'll come back with some new stuff. we got a lot of big things planned for 2017, uh, one of them being a brand new feature to one of the shows that we'll do once a month. You guys will hear about that soon. Uh, we're expecting a lot of good things from the Two Broke Geeks podcast and the Just Two Pals. Uh, Ringside Geeks is going to start to go probably weekly now, so they'll be talking about professional wrestling uh, with Tom and Monroe and myself um, weekly. Try not to do just WWE. If you listen to that podcast, we'll do more. Um, but yeah, there's going to be a show every day of the week. So Mondays is going to be the Just Two Pals podcast. Tuesdays, you can find the Two Broke Geeks podcast. Uh, Wednesdays is the Atomic Geekdom Podcast. Thursdays is the Geek Outs. That's, you know, where we do some news and talk about random stuff that we've done throughout the week and that we're watching and that we're geeking out on. And uh, Fridays will be Ringside Geeks. If not every week, it'll be every other week. So, uh, basically, I just wanted to say I hope you guys have a happy holidays. Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, uh, Hanukkah, all that good stuff, whatever you celebrate this time of year. I hope you're doing it with your loved ones and... Uh, people you're forced to see if you don't consider them loved ones, whatever you want to do. Uh, I, there's a lot of people I'd like to thank um, for helping with this podcast and our website, timeatgeekdom.com. Uh, unfortunately, I won't do it here, but they know who they are, and uh, we thank you so much. We thank you for listening every week. If you do, uh, reach out to us on Twitter more often, at Atomicgeekdom. We, we love talking to you guys so much, and we're going to try to find and meet you guys out and about at cons and stuff. Jenny and Patrick were at Comic-Con this year handing out Atomicgeekdom buttons, so if you ever got a button and are wondering, what is that all about? Uh, this is the podcast. This is the website. We're on Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. Let us know that you got a button. Show us which one you got. There's some cool designs that Jenny was able to come up with. So uh, we're going to have a bigger presence on YouTube as well this year. So we're going to try to do a lot more there um, with, you know, uh, fiction and nonfiction stuff. So we got some stuff in the works, hopefully, that we can give you some some cool stuff to watch and listen to and see and ingest into your eyeballs and ear ear earballs. Um, that's overused now, but it is funny, kind of. Uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, that's all I want to say again. Thank you so much uh, for the past couple years of awesome, awesome listenership. I don't really consider you guys fans. I consider you one of us. So, just listeners, and we're talking. You guys are listening, probably shouting at your radios for one of us to shut up, if not always me, uh, or you're, you know, we're stumbling over something that we should know, and you're screaming at your, at your radio that it's Bib Fortuna, his name is Bib Fortuna, or whatever crazy thing we're talking about next, so, uh, thank you so much for listening, and yeah, here's our latest episode, episode 135, 
Um, and uh, thank you again. And welcome to the Atomic Geekdom Podcast. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, whatever something Kwanzaa. Is it happy Kwanzaa? I don't know. Uh, this is the Atomic Geekdom Podcast. My name is Dave. Joining me this evening is Jenny. What's up, my friends? And also joining us is Shannon. Hello there. And outside of the Atomic Geekdom normies, I like to call them, uh, we also have special guests from the Just Two Pals podcast, pal number one, and pal number one and a half, well, he takes both, uh, is Johnny. Hi. And then the other half is, is Randy. He gets just a half a pal. He's a, Randy's a half pal, and I'm one and a half. Yeah, you're right. That sounds right to me. See, so yeah, I did the math in between last week and this week, and I figured it out. I'm in agreement with everything you've just said. <laughs> I didn't think you would disagree. Uh, this week on the podcast, we're going to do uh, something a little different, but that'll wait till the end. But to, for the most part, we're going to talk about animated movies since uh, Mona just came out. It's Moana, Dave. Moana. <laughs> Mona. Moana. Moana. Uh, the animated movie about that character from Who's the Boss. No one? Not a single chuckle? Man. I'm old. That was not a mic drop. <laughs> that was old. a radio silence. Wow. It should have been a mic drop. Sorry. Mona. Who's is the boss? Is that a joke about the <laughs> name Mona? Mona is not her name. Her name yeah. is Moana. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I can't t- I can't say it. But, well, you gotta see it, Dave. Well, I don't have time for movies. You kids. On your movie and entertainment related <laughs> podcast. You kids. Did you not see that entire YouTube rant from the guy saying her name is Moana? I don't have time for YouTube. I bet you if you type it into Google, it would like take you to the Urban Dictionary and tell you how to pronounce it. Is it Moana. really? It's, are there really enough people to call it Mona that a guy created a YouTube <laughs> video about it? That's oh ridiculous. I see. Yes, that's hilarious. Seeing the title, I knew it wasn't Mona, but. I figured I'd have some fun with it, but apparently I was a mistake. Um, because Moana is a great film. Dave. <laughs> oh, and it's it not deserves. even a great movie. It's a great film at this point. It is a film. It's a film. <laughs> all right. All right. It's... I'm not arguing. Ah! I'm not arguing its merits because I haven't seen it and I'm sure it's a wonderful film. David, it's more than wonderful. <laughs> it is one of Disney's best films, in my opinion. My goodness. I all right. agree with that. I'd agree with that. You would agree. Interesting. Um, all right. So, yeah, we're going to talk about animated movies. Um, anything animated, that's a movie. That's basically our criteria. It, it just can't be live action and it can't be a TV show. So, what about a blend? Like, who framed Roger Rabbit? Does that count? No. Okay. So, strictly, strictly animated from beginning to end. That's right. All right. So, Enchanted doesn't work either. 
No, I wouldn't throw it. It's in Enchanted anyway. it's Part. Got, it's got like fifteen minutes of animation. I was gonna say I didn't. I don't remember that even being. I, I didn't see it, so I can't really chime in on it. But you haven't seen Enchanted, no. Dave? Why? Well, it's a musical. I'm not really a musical guy. Oh, except for except, I'll admit I love Moulin Rouge. I love yeah. Moulin Rouge too. Of course you do. What does that you mean? Love, of course you do. You love Chicago. <laughs> uh, the the movie. Yeah, I've never seen it. You've never seen? Oh my god! Don't don't I'm get Dave musical. started on Romeo and Juliet. What do you mean? Ah! Like like the the MTV one? Like the uh, Leonardo um, DiCaprio one? Yes. Yeah, it sucked. I liked it. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> you can. <Actually, laughs> it definitely has its merits. Romeo and Juliet, guys. Come on, guys. Bring it back. Okay. Cartoons, so we're talking cartoons. musicals this episode, right? Apparently, we've devolved. I can't wait for the I can't wait for the Hamilton feature film. Oh. Amen. Bring it back in. Amen. We're bringing it back in. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So, how we want to start this? Because there is a lot on the spectrum that we can go with. And what is? It's all epically cool. I, I had a, I had a way to go here. Uh, what is the first? animated movie you can remember seeing as a child whether it was in the theater or you popped in the vhs or dvd uh, we have kind of a wide range of ages here so uh what i i'll say this aesthetically renting a disney movie there was a smell that the disney vhs has had that was magical to me like it had just this weird electronic film type smell when you opened up the plastic disney case to watch a vhs of whatever bambi or Aladdin or whatever it was, uh, that that smell. I don't know. Maybe I'm the only person, but there was a distinct Disney yeah. smell as opposed to every other VHS smell. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. Mm. I can I feel you. And I loved it. Uh, but yeah, I'm asking, what is the oldest or the first <clears throat> animated movie? It doesn't have to be Disney, obviously, but animated movie you remember seeing? Like I say, either rented or in the theater. And I'm going to start with Jenny. Um, the first that I remember, I mean, my first movie ever was Flash Gordon, but that's not a cartoon. Um, wasn't the question. Was Fox and and the Hound. Okay. That's the first one I remember seeing because we went to the theater and saw it. Okay. Was it like you and the family, you and mom and dad? Yeah. Me, my brother, Chris, my brother, David, and my mom, I believe. I don't think my dad was there. Okay. But loved it because it's so adorable but it's also very dark just the whole subject matter because it's you know a typical disney one mm-hmm. so i won't watch it unless i want to cry i can't <laughs> watch it unless i want to cry because yeah. the minute the sad music plays and she's driving away from pod i break every single right? time i know but it's so good and then and it's got such a good message to it too when you like when you watch it as an adult it's it's crazy how intelligent the story is. But I don't know what the message was other than I'm gonna rip your heart out and stomp on it from <laughs> Disney. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well it's it's to get kind of deep and stuff, it's all prejudice, you know, because you have the hound whose job is is to hunt. You know, he's the hunting dog. But you have the fox, which is supposed to be a wild animal, but they're friends. So they get older, and the hound has to be a hound, and the fox has to be a fox. But they were friends, so why do they have to be kind of thing, you know? 
It's, yeah, that's actually a really good message now that you bring that up to me. But now all I can remember is my tears that I have to see Todd's face. So. <laughs> right. Well, when they're puppies, it's really cute. But when they become when they become grown up animals, you know, the fox had seen more hardship in its life because it was a fox, and and the hound, you know, gets petted every day and babied because he's he's the prize hound. He helps with the hunt. It's it's such a good message. But it, when you're a kid you understand it but when you I don't know when I grew up I remembered the story and I didn't realize the message until I actually watched it again and the whole time I'm watching it I'm like this is deep this is really intelligent I think that's pretty common with a lot of these movies is the the actual message can get missed until you're a little older and you're just kind of fixated by these animals that can talk and um, they're having these little adventures and things like that. Uh, aside from Bambi, which damaged every child that watched it. I don't know. Dumbo damaged me too, though. I mean, well, Dumbo's a bully, like... a bully damaging movie, but Bambi is, uh, here's, here's this little deer. Uh, let's watch its mother die. Like, <laughs> oh, my four-year-old mind can't take this. <laughs> I just like. Those three, those three, I won't watch unless I want to cry. I don't. I can't remember the last time I watched Dumbo because it also makes me ball like a little baby. Well, that's yeah. That's yeah. that's any movie you you show that movie to a kid, and the, they don't know what to expect to be bullied by anything that's wrong with them. Um, but that there's uh, also a good the real world, kid. Right, exactly. Right. Maybe that's what's <laughs> missing from get, millennials. Once we. <laughs> Once we get around the table on, on the first movie, we have to go back on what cartoon makes you cry the hardest because that is a topic in of itself. Ooh, that's a good one. I like uh, that. All right. I'm curious though, Shannon, like what was what was your first? <laughs> this is gonna age me so badly. So I'm gonna do both what I saw first at home and in theaters. Okay. And because my favorite animated movie is also the first movie I remember watching as a kid which is Beauty and the Beast and my father has been in law enforcement my entire life and I remember when I was a little girl it came out the same year I was born I believe and when I was a little girl I would used to take the VHS and I would put it in while he was taking off like his work boots at the end of the day and I would just go sit on his lap so he had no choice but to watch it with me because I didn't get to see him that often okay and so it's still my favorite movie to this day because it's just I, I watched that video until the tape wore out. Like, yeah. I wore the tape out. 1990, 1991, movie. that movie came out. Hey, that's the year I was born. So, there yeah. you go. Are you excited for the live-action remake? Oh, my gosh. I am ecstatic. I cried the first yeah. time the trailer came on. Oh, it's a beautiful <laughs> trailer. It is. It is really pretty. But the first movie I remember seeing in theaters was Mulan. Mm. Oh, that's a good one, too. Mm-hmm. It was I a like very good movie. Milan's another one I'd like to see a live-action remake of. Uh, watch Once Upon a Time. She's you know, there, in there. There's already a live-action movie about it. It's a Japanese film. Well, yeah. Could you get Eddie Murphy to play the voice of the dragon again, though? At least, if you're doing a live-action one. If you're going to do a live-action one and CG the dragon, then bring Eddie Murphy back, for I sure. I think you have to. Eddie Murphy's great. There's already a pretty kick-ass live-action version of Mulan. It's just a Japanese film. It's not Disney, but it's still amazing. And it's Mulan? Yeah. Oh, cool. Well, the story of Mulan is like a it's it's not like some Disney made up movie, right? No. Isn't it based yeah. on some? Yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's based it's, on some story. So. Yeah. It's a it's like a a wise tale, I think, like a an old Japanese wise tale, kind of like 
this is a bad. Uh, now that I said that, that's a bad way to explain. <laughs> kind of like, like uh, what is it US, like? <laughs> like? Well, I was gonna say it's kind of like in the U.S. We have Pocahontas. Pocahontas was a, a real. And she was real. Woman, yeah. And the storyline was great, but then it's sort of um, it's hyped up because of the way the stories have been told over the years, and Mulan's kind of one of those. Like the story takes a life story. on its own. Yeah. 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 All right, so Johnny. I did not explain that right. <laughs> um. I have a really terrible memory from when I was a kid. That's okay. Um, Just as far so back I as you can remember. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the first movie, the first animated movie that I remember seeing in the theaters was, uh, the Lion King. Okay. Um, and that movie's great. I'm super hesitant <clears throat> about them remaking it. They're remaking like live action or what are they doing? Yeah, yeah. Like, they're like Jungle John Book Favreau's style? doing it like okay. he did Jungle Book. Yeah. Okay. So he's doing Jungle Book two and Lion King um uh, back to back. Yeah, I don't know. About uh, that. So I'm I'm a little hesitant to see how that goes. But yeah, I remember the Lion King was like that movie stuck with me for a long time. And I went to see it with my family and I remember my mother and I after the opening, like they did the whole bowing and, and holding up Simba and the mm-hmm. The sun rising, like that kind of stuff. Like I, t- like I turned and looked at my mother, and she looked at me, and we like both were welling up <laughs> because it was just beautiful yeah. to see. Um, so I really, I, I really have a special place, like mm-hmm. if you know, in my heart for that movie. Can I say um, I don't mean to take us away from your love of it at all? For me, uh-huh. for me, that movie was when me and my brother shared a room, and that was the only movie he would watch at on repeat. So I like I'd come home from school and it's on. Like what the hell? Oh. Like I'm 13. I just turned a teenager. I'm like this is crap. I don't want to watch this crap anymore. I want to play video games. Mm-hmm. And he's just watching it and the soundtrack is on because that would put him to sleep. And like it was like torture to me. Like <laughs> like I'm a man now. This is enough kids crap. And I was, did that with uh, the VHS of Toy Story when I, I when see, we were growing up. It was me and, and I had two brothers, and yeah. I was the only one who, who had my own room. So okay. I would put it on my TV and, like, clean my room and, and uh, you know, rearrange my room or do homework. And it, that movie was constantly playing in my room. What's funny is I'm glad you brought it up because that's what reconnected me and my brother. Because when that came out, that's the first movie I was allowed to take him to a movie to on our own. And we have a little bond between that movie and the whole series now. Yeah. Because that was like the that first time great. we kind of were like friends, essentially, not just brothers. Mm-hmm. We were going to see a movie together on our own with no parents. And anyway. All right. Yeah. I interrupted you. So Lion King. <clears throat> yeah. Lion Wait, King's quick, the one I remember in theaters. Oh. No. Uh, quick Googling showed me that they are. Disney is remaking a live action Mulan. And Johnny, at what point did you realize that Lion King was a retelling of Hamlet? Not until I got older and read Hamlet, <laughs> and I was like, but, "This is this is a lot like that movie yeah. I watched about the lions and shit." <laughs> I had no I, idea when I was a kid. Shakespeare's but, a yeah. ripoff. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize it until the internet pointed it out to me, so I wasn't sure if oh. your love for it connected can, you to it. I can tell you exactly what when, when I realized it is when I was sitting in Shakespeare in junior year of high school, and cause I hadn't read Hamlet until that point. And we're reading it, and I'm I like we're reading this certain part, and I just like, this is Lion King. <laughs> and everyone looks at me. I'm like, I'm like, continue. <laughs> yeah, it's the little stuff. As as you read it, you're you're like, hey, Scar killed Mufasa, and well, well, wait a minute, 
Right. He, he took oh, over huh? and he's the king now. Ow, oh, man. A lot less sexual tension in the animated well, movie though, which is probably yeah. for the best. Right, right. And making making your girlfriend or your 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 betrothed insane. Yes. Lots less yes, of yeah, that. No good. No good. And then I can't remember though I mean, I'm sure it was something old like uh Cinderella or um what was there there was an animated uh Oh no! It wasn't, never mind. It was gonna, I was going to say Pete's Dragon, but the dragon's the only one that's animated. So yeah, that movie was. Um, weird. I don't remember. Oh, that movie was always weird was to me. Kid. I'm going to say Aladdin because I want to talk about Aladdin because <laughs> I love Aladdin. Aladdin's my favorite Disney movie, hands down. Like it is the greatest. And I had it on VHS, and then I got it on DVD, and then I got it on Blu-ray. Like I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Aladdin is Aladdin's my favorite Disney. And you movie remember that ever. in the theater, or seeing that like at home, like that? I don't. Th- no, I don't think I saw it in the theater. I think it came out like '92. Um, uh, yep, November twenty fifth, nineteen ninety two. Yeah, Good my call. family wasn't big into going to the movies. Yeah, so, mine wasn't either when I was um, a kid. I definitely saw it when it came out on VHS. Okay. And I, I just, I love that movie. I love everything about that movie. I know all the songs. I know, I know that movie. I can recite the movie. Most of the, I can recite parts of the movie. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm trying to remember like the first animated movie I remember. I mean, there's Dumbo and Bambi. I don't remember watching them though. Like as a child. Like, when I got older, I remember watching them, you know, a little bit older, like, six or seven or eight, you know, that kind of thing. But they were already old when I was a kid. Dumbo was 1941, which is crazy to think about. Uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs is one of the first ones I saw. That's, like, one of the first Disney movies they made. Mm -hmm. I remember that. That's on, like, my list, too, of, like, some of the very early stuff I remember watching. One I remember vividly watching and really enjoying. There's two of them, and they're vaguely similar. But Robin Hood, the animated Robin Hood, started my love of the character Robin Hood. I I've tried watching that animated movie now, and I I don't like it. But I, I remember. Oh, you don't like it? Yeah, I don't know why. What? Maybe maybe I need to watch it again. But I I don't remember like I just remember loving that animated movie, and I I couldn't watch it enough. And we didn't own it or anything like that. So like it, we you rarely remember. You remember the 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 prince kept sucking his thumb? Yeah, of course, he's always <laughs> sucking his thumb. Yeah, it was great. That was, that's that was a, great. that's our president right now. And little John was the big bear. Uh, uh yeah, he was Baloo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now that now that you've said that, I I feel like that was probably that that was probably one of the first ones I saw that mm-hmm. I remember because I do remember watching it. Um, the other and one. How, um, like, the old animated, like, how they straight up used the same scene from the Jungle Book and Robin Hood and <laughs> yeah. just layered over Baloo. Of course. It's, it's yeah. the best YouTube video ever. Oh, it's the exact so same music scene. Um, so good. <laughs> yeah, it's a good, uh, yeah, it, it kind of ruins my childhood at the same time, but it's the same thing <laughs> they used to do for, like, those really old, like, Super Friends cartoons. Uh, they just re- re- recycle a lot of a lot of stuff. That's not, not, oh, that's not real su- common way back. When yeah, not because because. they had to do cells and stuff like that. And it's uh, it's just easier to do that if you have the opportunity to do it. You should do it like back then because it just made things easier. Yeah, yeah. For me, it didn't ruin my childhood. I just when I was a kid, I felt like Baloo was a character, <laughs> right? 
or like an actor, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I saw this bear playing Baloo and this bear playing Little John, and it was just like he was an actor and he was just in sense. between movies. And then he was in uh, what was that cartoon? Tailspin. Tailspin. Yep, that's it. Oh yeah, Tailspin. <laughs> Rescue Rangers. Tailspin. Oh yeah. Good stuff yeah. to watch after school. Do you remember the theme for Tailspin? Uh, it's in my head now a little bit. Yeah, I don't Sometimes know. I try to remember it. There's Wasn't one. It, it, oh, it was, it was life is like an airplane here in <laughs> Tailspin. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> keep going. Yeah, yep, Can you keep going? Uh, no. Hold on. It's like <laughs> no. Race cars, lasers, airplane. It's a Tailspin. <laughs> Might solve a mystery uh, or rewrite history. Tailspin, woo! That's the part I remember. <laughs> yeah, the little, oh, little oh, hook. It's epic. Yeah, that's two Speaking episodes. Of which, did you guys see Ducktales' new new show uh, coming to reboot, Disney next reboot, year? Disney what? XD. Yep. Reboot. Yep. And it's gonna have Donald have... and Daisy in it. Yes. Oh man. I have Ducktales on DVD in my house. <laughs> really? <laughs> Are they? Yeah. Gonna... Heck yeah. Wow. Well, they got to bring back Launchpad McQuack. You know what they Darkling did do, though? I, I saw the picture. Um, the the animation, I mean, I don't know if that's the way the show's going to be. It's like a blend of, of the original DuckTales and, like, the old um, Disney shorts, you know, with, like, Donald and stuff. Oh, with the okay. Black and white stuff. I like that. Um, but then also Huey, Dewey, and Louie, they have different hairstyles. And I think, uh... Uh, I think Huey's the only one with a hat. Hmm. So they're telling them apart. They're modernizing it, obviously. So yeah. Well, I liked when they did that in Quack Pack. You remember that that show yeah. where they were like teenagers? I thought it was cool. They all had their different their different ha- hairstyle because they got older. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as animated movies that I saw in the theater, uh, we didn't go to the theater much when I was a, a kid until my brother w- was old enough to go. Uh, there's like a seven year gap between us. And I don't remember being taken to the theater that often because my dad worked and my mom was like a stay-at-home mom and she didn't drive. So we didn't really go to the theater that I can recall. I remember my, my grandmother taking me to see Hook. I remember that, but that's not animated. Um, so for me, the first time I remember seeing an animated movie in the movie theater was 1992. Uh, <laughs> let me double-check this. No, no, that's not. Yep, that's right. Aladdin. Yep, that was it. Yeah, yeah, that's great. <laughs> and we had the soundtrack in our house. I remember that playing a lot. Um, but yeah, Aladdin was the first one. I just watched SNL do a skit on Aladdin, the when what's his name from Star Wars was in it. He played Aladdin. Okay, now that we've done our reminiscing, what do you guys think is the best animated movie to come out in the last mm, five years? Mm. Last five years? Ten years? I, let's do uh, five. Ne- yeah, five, five is better. Five is better. 2011 till now. Wow. All right. That's a loaded There's question. Several. That's a loaded There's question. several. Because for yeah. me, let me let me preface it by saying, for me, these movies mean more mean different because I'm taking my niece and nephew to them. And it's, sure. and it's like a different kind of experience for me because I love watching them enjoy it. Um, it takes yeah, some, absolutely. It takes nothing out of it, so... Uh, yeah. Uh, why don't you go ahead first, Johnny? Oh, um, oh, there's, there's, there's a couple that stick out to me. Um, okay. I can go first if you need time. No, no, no. I got this. I got this. I'm going to say, I'm going to say it it, because it's so new, 
that I haven't really had time to like, I'm, I'm still geeking out about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe as time passes, I won't be as geeked out about it. But Moana for me is like one of Disney's best animated movies they've done. <clears throat> like, like for me, it's like ranked right up there with Aladdin. Um, so yeah, I think, I think I'd say Moana. I think I'd say Moana. And it's a, it's real tough because I also want to say Wreck-It Ralph because I did not expect Wreck-It Ralph to be good. I expected it to just be kid fun and, and lame and stupid. (laughs) So the fact that I went in there with like no expectations, are we, I think we are. (laughs) Because that is exactly how my list is going to go. I was going to be like Moana, but closely followed by Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, so, I was I was I, you know what I staring at Wreck It Ralph while you were talking. Like I'm staring at Wreck It Ralph. I'm like, ah, <laughs> I can say it, but you know, whatever. Someone else is gonna say it. And that's fine. I love Wreck It yeah. Ralph, but it, I still it's not my best, not my favorite of, of the last five years. But it's a great movie. Yeah, Def- definitely. I would say Moana over Wreck It Ralph, but that's but it's real hard because mm-hmm. I really loved Wreck It Ralph. Can we do categories? Because <laughs> they're like DreamWorks movies. That were well, so good. Okay, let's like, let's let, we can break it down at the you know in a little bit. We'll do your favorite Disney and your favorite other. Okay, how does that? Right. How does that? All right, okay, all right. Because Kung Fu Panda, Dave. <laughs> I did not like Kung Fu Panda. Kung, you didn't like Kung what? Fu Panda. The only thing I like about Kung Fu Panda, <laughs> the only thing I like about Kung Fu Panda is the word skadoosh. That's it. Skadoosh. We don't even need to talk about unpopular opinions because Dave is just full of them. <laughs> See, that's that was actually what I said at the geek out last week. I said essentially that's wow. just what I the things I say or what they talk about on the two broke geeks is Dave, unpopular I'm about opinions. To open up a can of, I'm about to open up a can of whoop ass, but before I do, let me just pop oh, open Lord. this. You know, guys, when you're about to open a can of whoop ass on someone who namely, has unpopular opinions, namely Dave. When someone tells you they don't like Kung Fu Panda, <laughs> when someone's inevitably going to say they don't enjoy any of the Madagascar movies, well, what you need to do is open a can of whoop-ass. You can't do it when you're tired. How did you know? You gotta <laughs> pop open it because, Dave, because I know you now. <laughs> okay. So, Dave, I'm going to wolf down this Mountain Dew Voltage, which is going to not only hydrate me and refresh me, but it's going to give me the strength and determination to... <laughs> to open up another you, can. Eat you up. To open, to open up the real can of whoop-ass. So, let me just real... Oh, Oh, delicious. All right. Anyway, back to you, Dave. <laughs> I, you know what? I can't, I've only seen the first Madagascar. I didn't see the second one. And I, I don't say I don't like it. I didn't, it's not a, one of my favorites, but my roommate <laughs> loves it and loves any of the, like the TV show that's on Netflix or whatever. Uh, uh, what is that one about? Like the King? The Penguins. Uh, well, no, it's, oh, a, it's oh, about oh, the King. Then there's, then there's King Julian. Yeah. King Julian. Yeah. King there's King a show Julian, and. Yeah. He watches that like with a, with a bunch of his friends and like well they're younger so. Well, the cool thing about the Madagascar series, and not to get too off track, and I'll and I'll come back around to why I think Moana is great. Um, the the cool thing about Madagascar is that the first one was yeah, and the second one was like oh, and the third one was like damn. The second like, one's they, where they, they go they back. Better. What's the they second progressed. one? The second one is when they go to Africa. That's the one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was uh, Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac voiced uh, Ben, uh, not not Ben. St- well, Ben Stiller voiced him. Alex the Lion. He voiced his dad oh. um, in that movie. That was one of his last movies he did. That and Transformers. Um, that and Transformers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, and then the third one was like good, like like legitimately. Did the third one movie. go to theaters, or was it like a direct to DVD deal? No, of course it went to theaters. Dave. <laughs> well, what do I know? <laughs> so. Uh, Mo- Moana surprised me in how much I enjoyed 
the experience. I figured it was going to be good because Disney has been, just been churning out great material for for quite a while now. Um, it's kind of Lin Manuel Miranda. Lin Manuel Miranda wrote the songs, and he wrote the songs specifically for the characters. Like that, "You're Welcome" song is is oh my gosh, it's fantastic. And he That's wrote it specifically for for Dwayne Johnson to sing. Um, in fact, I saw an interview where he was like, I had to write a song and I knew it was going to be for The Rock. And I was trying to figure out what to come up with. And all of a sudden it hit me. The Rock needs to say you're welcome to everyone. Um, so it was, <laughs> I mean, the, the music was great. The animation was fantastic. Like if you see the movie, Dave, pay attention to their hair because all the characters' hair looks amazing. <laughs> I don't want to watch for their hair. You got it, dude. It's fantastic, and the water looks great. The I mean, just everything. You gotta be, in the careful. You gotta be, you gotta be careful when you're hyping something up. You don't want to overhype it. Dave, you have such a negative opinion of everything. No, I I fully <laughs> expect to enjoy this movie. I I, I fully expect to enjoy this movie. <laughs> you will enjoy this movie. There, there's a lot. There's a lot about it, and the story's really great. Um, and Moana, I guess, technically counts as a Disney princess because she's like a chief. Mm-hmm. A chief's daughter. She's like a chiefess. Sure. Um, yeah. So just to pull up the feminist perspective, I love that there's no like prince in it. like Brave. There's the whole she's pissed off because they're getting her to marry someone, and this they're just prepping her to be a leader, and she's going to be the chief, and she's the boss. And, so Brave, oh there's no God, there's no man figure in so Brave, right? Uh, I, I, I was the, trying to hear what you were saying. There's no predominant male like a here. like a yeah, love interest, right? Okay. No, there's yeah. no love interest, but the whole story is based around her fighting for her right to not marry. So that's still like a pivotal part of her character, not in a bad way. But in this story, there's nothing about like romantic heteronormativity at all, sure. at all. Yeah. And I think that's beautiful. It's and just while- about her being a leader. And her being the boss and saving her family. That's and that's brave. We're talking about. No, we're talking. No, about no, Moana. Moana. Okay, okay. I get confused. Sorry, I didn't know where we cut off there. Well, but. and kind of to that point, that's one of the reasons why I really like Frozen. And there is sort of a romantic relationship. Well, not sort of. There is a romantic well, relationship with one of them developed throughout the show with one of the characters. The yeah, right. But but the great thing to me, like I, I mean, I have a daughter, so I'm a little more hyper aware of this stuff now because I don't want her to see that stuff all the time and be like, Oh, all you need is love from a guy. All you need is a prince to save you. Because you know, she'll be a terrible human being. If she <laughs> wow. But, so, so um, would, has she ever seen snow white or Cinderella? Uh, yeah. 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 And she's okay with those princesses needing well, to I mean, be saved. I'll show it. I'll show her the movies. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to like not expose this is, her to those. This I just is, like it when you, the movie turns out to be something different. You, before you hit play, you're like, this is all we had when we were a man, a woman hating country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when? right. Way to watch Dumbo and listen to the crows. Sorry. When we are a woman hating world, not just country. When? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're still it. trying to what pull you, ourselves you ladies, out You ladies can vote and work. What else do you want? Ah, Dave, oh, you did dear. it. You got him. <laughs> I had to. I'm sorry. It's funny. It's yeah, what funny. do you want to do? Make as much as we do in the workplace? How dare you? I know. Jeez. We're ridiculous. How we're dare needy. you? You're just supposed to look pretty <laughs> and make us food. You, we give you fainting couches. That's true. You're not a woman, Dave. You suck at it. <laughs> I, suck uh, at, I suck at everything. So what does it matter what gender I am? But there's the, there's the, the really real great thing about The really great quality. thing about Frozen is that it was really about the relationship between the sisters. And they got to that point where she's like, they're like, you're going to turn to ice if you don't 
have love. If you don't experience love. love. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, here we go. The the new guy's going to show up and he's going to save her. And then it was the sister that saved her. And I was like, damn, like it was the sister's love mm-hmm. that, that, you know, brought her back. So, I mean, I, I, I do, I'm a real big fan of that just in general. Um, but also because I, I have yeah. a daughter, I'm more hyper aware of it. So sure, I, I, sure. I, I really like that about Moana as well. She's a, she's a very individual character and she's, she's like, effective as she is um i really like the stuff when uh i like that one little bit when they're on the boat and she like can't really sail well because she doesn't have any experience with it and maui's like uh he's he says you even know how to sail and she like totally messes up and she goes yeah i'm self-taught um (laughs) the the whole their whole relationship was really good the rock was fantastic as he always is um and then this girl and i'm i don't remember her last name but it's like alia something uh, that's her first name, Aliki Laka Schmaka, I think, or something Whoa, like that. I don't but, know if um, that's right at all, but yeah, it might be. Um, <laughs> butcher it. I would butcher it, but yes, she's incredible. She was great. She was. It was like her first thing she's ever done too. Um, so she had a great voice, and, and her voice acting overall was really good. So I really enjoyed that movie. I've watched Your Welcome on YouTube like a thousand times. I have the soundtrack on my phone now, and I listen to that. And Shiny. Jermaine Clement is oh a my giant crabs in shiny. I was just gonna say I was looking at the cast. I was looking at the cast of like Nicole Scherzinger's in this, and then Jermaine mm-hmm. Clement, and I almost lost my mind. Yeah, he play he plays this giant crab called Tomatoa. 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 Arguably stole yeah. the show. Like seriously, it's Jermaine Clement. <laughs> yeah. he steals everything he's in. He was he was so he was so and he had like one one scene and it, it was just perfect. And then stay to the end, Dave, because there's a nice little tag at the end. Oh, um, is there? There's a credit scene. Yeah, yeah, but it's worth it. It's All worth right. it. So yeah, Moana. Sorry, that took so long, but yeah, I'm gonna say Moana is the best animated movie that's come out in the last five years. What about you, Jenny? Um, I I'm torn, but I think probably I'd lean towards Beer, uh, Big Hero Six. Like, I really liked that uh. movie, and I I absolutely thought I was going to hate it. I don't. I'm not a big fan of that animation style and such. But every time that it's on, I stop and I watch it. Like, I get, it's almost like the cartoon version of Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Like, I can't get out of the living room if it's on the television. What a what about it is that. That that draws you in. What do you think about Big Hero Six? Because that that's actually on my list for something else. But I was really hoping. I was really assuming nobody was going to say Big Hero Six, and I was excited for it. But then you went and ruined oh, it. Man, it no. was on my list too. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. that's okay. No, but what what is it about it that makes you just drawn in? Well, so it, it, the the main character, the kid, yeah, feels Hero. like a real kid. Yeah, he's. He's stubborn and he's kind of clueless, but he's also, he lets anger, you know, he reacts to anger and he reacts to... He has emotions. Excitement. Yeah. But it seems more realistic to like a 12 or 13 year old kid. And then you get Baomax, who is so simplistic, but for some reason, the simplicity of Baomax is... Baymax. Baomax. Baomax. Max. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. it's so he's so the simplicity of it is what makes it so compassionate, I think. It's very simple, you know, easy sentences and response that it it simplifies every emotion. So you can be like, but he did this, this, you know, and you're all angry. And then he'd say one line 
and you have to sort of take a step back and you're like, Rick, why am I doing this? I don't know. Like, and then just the end with all the friends, you know, coming together for the better good of things. And, and then the side story with his brother and the videotapes, everything about the movie, like I get drawn in and it doesn't matter if I start at the beginning and watch all the way through, or only watch the last 10 minutes, or I only watch 15 minutes in the dead center. Every time I get just I'm drawn in. I, there have been times I'll be brushing my teeth and I'll just be standing there watching it. And I'm like, I should probably go finish brushing my teeth because I've been standing there for 15 minutes. What's huh. funny so to me I, is what you took as the side story for me is the main story. And the main reason why I love this movie so much. I, uh, this is a movie that makes me cry and there's not many. Uh, there's very few movies or TV shows that can actually draw a tear. Um, for me. That's just not me being all macho or anything like that. It's just for whatever reason, I just don't cry often. But anything with any kind of brother relationship, it just, that just tugs at me. And Big Hero 6, big time. I thought the whole movie, for me, and it's different for everybody because you have different views in the movie. For you, the side story is the brother thing. For me, that's the whole story. Um, <clears throat> even though he dies early. Spoiler alert brother dies oh. <laughs> um the older brother dies oh. but uh that that relationship that he had with his brother that could be taken for granted because one's older one's younger and they're not really quite friends but they're just the brothers and then he loses his brother and that was everything to him and then he finds a piece of his brother in baymax and then you have this story of him reconnecting and kind of finding life again and you know becoming who he's supposed to be and a better person because of his brother, who's no longer there. Um, that story. And then you got this whole superhero thing where they're kind of superheroes and the villain looks pretty, pretty cool looking all dressed in black. And there's a story there between him and his daughter. And that's why he's the way he is and the motivations that he has. And just the, the overall story was great. And if you're a big hero six fan, it probably wasn't good for you. Cause it was kind of, you know, not, a great adaptation from the original story. It didn't really stay as true to the source right. material, which it took a lot of liberties, which it kind of had to, because it's not connected to the I MCU. I had no idea there was an original story. It's a comic Me neither. Book. I was just sitting here thinking that same thing. It's a comic book. It's actually like a Marvel book. That's why Disney was able oh. to make it. Um, and some of these characters have run-ins with Marvel characters in the comics. Um, not real, not real big stories, but you know, I, I don't, I can't say that there's, I don't, I don't know how popular the comic book is and how many diehard, like Big Hero Six fans there were. But I remember when it came out, I remember like, oh yeah, I remember that book. Um, but I never got into it. But yeah, that for me, that Big Hero Six, I'm glad you said it as you know, one like one of the best of the last five years. Is it five? Yeah, 2014. But what was I weird? I understand that, Dave. What was weird is I saw it with my nephew, who is younger than the main character and he wasn't really into it he i mean they like my nephew and my niece love the the balola thing they like to do that we we oh, we, yeah. we do that when we see each other me and the niece do it more than the nephew me and the nephew do the the will smith high five uh dj jazzy jeff fresh prince high five from the show oh the the slap and then psh. yep he, yeah. yeah i taught him that and he loves it so that's that's our thing uh, or at least i like to think he loves it i have no idea if he does he might just do it just because this crazy old man who's his uncle thinks it's cool. But anyway, they didn't really dig this movie other than that little blow, blow, blow thing. And she liked Baymax because he's a big dopey 
you know, balloon guy. He's kind of cute looking. But they didn't get into it as much. And maybe this is one of those things where when they watch it when they're older, you know, they'll like it more. Um, I don't know. I know a ton of kids that adored it. So I don't know if that was, like, no. a general theme. He also really likes bad guys. He's a kid that likes bad guys. So, he, you know, he's always... There definitely wasn't a lot of focus on the villain. The villain was like so secondary, right? Um, Till the very. I end. mean, his 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 plan and his reasoning behind it that's that's pretty front and center. But as far as like being a villain, they didn't really have a villain, right? I don't right. think it was more about them creating the, their suits and you know, yeah, and the, and they're using Baymax to fight crime. It was yeah. like a classic Marvel movie. There's not a lot of attention on the villain, <laughs> and they beat him easily. Yeah, clever though. I thought it was real clever. I did too. Him using, yeah, using his, his uh, portal against him. A lot of, lot of, lot of, lot of loss in that movie because he loses his brother. He loses Baymax at one point. Like that poor kid. But uh, mm. I'm sorry, Jenny. Was there more, or did you just want to kind of? No, 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 no. You guys, you guys nailed it too. That's exactly why I would put that on. Out of the last five years, I think it's definitely it holds its weight. I didn't know you know so many people liked it. Maybe I'm wrong. I I thought it was kind of like underrated and under the radar type of thing. Well, it's getting a TV show. Yeah. They're kind of starting with right. All, I think all the original voice actors are coming back for TJ it. TJ Miller is going to do it. I no, th- I think so. I mean, I could be wrong, but I thought I remember seeing something that, that the main, the no, main cast Alan Tudyk is coming back, but TJ Miller is not coming back. It looks like um, Brooks, Brooks oh, Whelan, okay. another standup comedian is taking his place, but yeah, yeah. just I would, about, get, I would guess if he's not coming back, they're probably not getting, um, Damon Wayans Jr. Either, uh, does not No, He's being replaced by Carrie Payton. Oh, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. But Jamie Chung is still in it. And, uh, Maya Rudolph, Alan Tudyk is still doing it. Andy Richter is going to be in it. Stan Lee is playing a character. <laughs> he's actually coming back to play Fred's dad. That's TJ Miller's character. Well, he voiced him. Remember yeah, that, that, the, that, at the that end. end teaser? Yeah. yeah. Dejic Baker from uh, uh, lots of stuff. Uh, but yeah, lots of stuff. I can't think of it. Was, uh, he was Batman and Batman the Brave and the Bold and Office Space, the Planet Dynamite, Drew Carey Show, all that good stuff. But anyway, the Drew Carey Show. That's what he's mostly known for because he's on that show forever. But yeah, oh, cool. I didn't know that. I knew they were making yeah, a show. Yeah, I, I thought it was incredible. Dave, uh, remind me after the show and I'll... My friend who runs a McGregor cosplay, he made... Um, lemon suit for his daughter, and it's incredible. <laughs> That's awesome. Incredible. I like that. Um, was there another movie, Jenny, you wanted to add, or just just that one is your your? That, that one's probably the best out of them. I I honestly I can't think of too many in the last five years because most of the ones that I really like mm-hmm. are like between two thousand four and two thousand eleven. Sure. So they're they're more in that ten year instead of five year base. Can you but... pick, can you pick one? One from that, that time that, frame? Yeah, that range. Um, probably Coraline. I really, really like Coraline. Okay. I think that's like 2008 or 2009. That's 2009. Mm-hmm. That's a Burton movie, right? No. No? Okay. No. Maybe I just lumped no. it in there. It it's, just it's looks kind like of a Burton sti- movie. Yeah, it's yeah. in the style of a Burton, but yeah, totally different. Oh, that's, I Neil, love that's Neil Gaiman, right? He wrote that. I think so, yeah. That yeah, sounds probably. Cool. Sounds great. But yeah, it's it just it's just beautiful. Like the storyline is super cool and creative, and it's eye candy. Hmm. So that would be mine if I went for ten years. Coraline was like my favorite, um, like stop motion esque film. Yeah. Um, yeah. Until Kubo and the Two Strings came out, 
and now I like Kubo more. I haven't watched I that haven't one seen, yet. I haven't I've, seen that stop, yet, but I want... Kubo, stop animation? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's like... Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. There, there's so many different styles, right? I just kind of look at them as the same. If it's not a totally like, it's the same studio that does Coraline. Okay, there's yeah, then whatever that style is that Coraline is. That's I think it's like a digital animated version of like what stop motion, like that same kind of style, but it's digitally animated. Yeah, maybe I don't know. I, I really don't know, but yeah, but I, it was great. If you haven't seen it, you, you got to see it. It's, it's really in my good. list of unwatched movies on iTunes. All right, good. Along with. Another one that you guys love, Zootopia. Oh, Zootopia is oh, good. That one's really okay. good. Well, here's my unwatched animated movies that I need to, to burn through maybe soon. Finding Dory, Kubo. Oh, uh, man. Which, you can't talk about your list until you ask me what my favorite is. Because you're like, You're right. burned through my list already. Well, I'm not talking about, I can't talk about them. I haven't seen them. So, all right, you go ahead. Because I don't think well, I'm... You guys, I'm trying not to talk about ones that you guys have talked about that you burned through my list. Anyway, <laughs> I haven't said I haven't said mine yet, so I'm ready for okay. Shannon's. Inside Out. Damn it! Oh yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> I think Inside Out was incredible. Um, not only because Amy Poehler is one of the greatest people known to man, um, but because but Bill Hader because is awesome too. I I think it just talked. It was the importance of feeling sadness. Like mm-hmm. so often we try to quelch people's emotions and make them like make it seem normal to just be happy all the time and the whole point of the movie was to be like it's okay to not feel okay and to welcome that and have let it have its time in your life and then let it go it's so good and i don't know i just thought it was an incredible story i remember seeing the trailer for that whether it was like with or frozen or something i can't remember but i remember seeing the trailer i was with my niece and i watched them like and there was like the two parents just talking to each other, like their their emotions talking, like back and forth. Like I remember, like this could be a really good concept. Like I thought this was a cool idea, and I really enjoyed Inside Out. Really I did too. Good. How great was that too? Like when the movie wraps up, that originally like all the memories are a single color, because that's those are the the emotions that you mm-hmm. go through, and then the older you get the memories started becoming blended. So sometimes they were sadness and joy. And then sometimes they were disgust and fear or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. That was a really great representation of, of getting older. I don't know okay. why, I don't know why, well, but I and... connected with anger most. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I, I really enjoyed that because of the female character that they allowed her to feel anger, not just like, I don't know, pouty girly anger that mm-hmm. shows up a lot in princess movies, but like, true rage at the situation and like missing out on sports and her friends it was just such a good movie on so many levels not just like the rebellious i'm a teenager type stuff but like a real anger yeah Yeah. like heartbreak really like that's what it was her heart was breaking because everything she had known had changed and so many kids can relate to that nowadays especially kids that have to go through divorce or a big move or I mean, so many different situations, and I just, it's such a good movie, and I, yeah, I can't say enough good things about it. <laughs> There's been talk for a while, people keep asking Disney, are you, are you guys going to do a sequel for it? Oh, and I hope Disney they don't. The, hope well, they yeah, and that's the thing, Disney gives the best answer. They're like, we have no sequel ideas at this point, I mean, never say never, but that we have other projects we're working on kind of thing. Like they're not prioritizing <clears throat> it just because it was successful. Right. It's not like Cars, where it's like, oh. hey, let's just churn them out. 
Like yeah. Inside Out is a great movie on its own. It doesn't need mm-hmm. any sort of follow up. But if they did do a follow up, if they decided on it, you know, it would, the cars, would... the cars movies aside, I think they've proven that that they can come up with a good idea that's worth making a sequel. All the Toy Story movies, yeah. and even Finding Dory, which wasn't as good as Finding Nemo. Oh, um, what? Shut your trash yeah, mouth. I don't. I don't think it was as good as Finding Nemo. Well, I think Shut you your could, trash but mouth it was quality. Right now. It was, it was you're saying it's better than Finding Nemo. Or so as, like as good. Better. I liked it better. Oh, you liked it better. Ooh. Yes. Wow. I, I don't really like better. I didn't really like Dory in the in the Finding Nemo movie, the character. Like she kind of bothered I me. I didn't really like Finding Nemo, to be completely honest with you guys. I didn't <laughs> think okay. Finding Nemo was that great. I'm oh, kind of wow. in the same boat. I I wasn't I, a big fan of Finding Nemo either. It was oh, cute. I really it liked was it. fine, but it wasn't it definitely so, wasn't on my top list. So Finding Nemo came out in 2003 which means i was like 11 when it came out and i just didn't get it like mm-hmm. i was like okay whatever it's like a fish movie and re-watching <laughs> it as an adult like i enjoy it more but finding dory was so good you guys and it's just like i really everything back to like my feminist political agenda because that's just who i am <laughs> i'm a sociologist and that is what i do like i look at movies and i don't just I'm not like, oh, it's a movie about a fish. I'm like, no, this is a movie about like how people with disabilities are real people who have wants and dreams and desires and they need to be treated as such and not minimalized. And it's so good. Yeah, that was kind of a focus <laughs> in Finding Nemo, too, because of his little gimpy fin. That's true. It's true. It did carry over. But I just <laughs> connected more with Finding Dory, I guess, in the characters no, totally we got it. on mm-hmm. were so great. The octopus was so great. The seals were so funny. I laughed until I cried. And uh, The seals were very funny. I think Idris Elba voiced one of them, too. I love Idris Elba. Yes, I think yes, he he's did. A, he's amazing. And before I get off my animated movie tirade, I do have to give a shout-out to Toy Story 3 is 2010. But that movie came out the year I went to college, and it was like the most perfect timing Disney has ever had in any, or Disney Pixar <laughs> has ever had in any film. Because they were waiting for you. Toy Story came out. What? They were waiting for you. Yeah, well, not me, but like <laughs> a whole generation of me. Like yeah. there was a generation of kids that grew up with Toy Story mm-hmm. that watched Toy Story three the year of or the year after they went to college, and it just. Like, I told my mom she wasn't allowed to watch it until after I left because she would never let me leave because <laughs> it was heart-wrenching. And my I, sister uh, told me the same thing. I had to not, because I started to get a little emotional. This is another movie, Toy Story 3, when when he's giving his toys to the little girl. Like, mm. that was heartbreaking for me because, like, I remember being old, too old for toys and, you know, how connected I was to just being creative and imaginative with my toys and then... I'm too old for this. I need to pass this along. But thankfully, it was in my own house. It went to my brother. But yeah, that was right. it. Was just a very emotional thing. And I'm there with my nephew and my niece. Like, like I can't cry in front of these two. Oh my god! What, what was so great about it is that animation has has evolved so much. You can do so much more with it instead of just like a computer normal face, and you can only tell when they're smiling or when they're angry. Like the subtlety of the animation is so fantastic. So when he like, well, like the fear on Woody's face, away, yeah, the fear on Woody's face. Like when he gives the toys to the girl and he's going to his car and he turns around and he looks and she does a little wave with Woody's arm. Oh and yeah, like the look on his face, like just that that tiny little moment that they can do now with animation is fantastic. Like when that happened, that's when I was like, oh no, dude, I just got chills. You describing that scene, I just got chills. Like it's fantastic. <laughs> 
little girl waving Woody's arm. Like, there's the subtlest thing. Like, it's just yeah. crazy. Yeah, Toy Story but 3. it's really symbolic of yeah. all of us growing mm-hmm. up and mm-hmm. having to, like, I mean, we give it away, but we don't give it away. We Hopefully, everybody keeps a piece of their child in their hearts. But, you know, there's no need for your toys anymore. So you have to give it to someone else. So they still keep life in them. And it's such a good story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Toy Story 3 would, would be the one that I picked if we did the last 10 years. Okay. Pretty good. Um... Boy, I kind of went back and forth on a lot of them. I was hoping you guys wouldn't say some of them. You said some of them, and that's okay, because I had backups. Uh, there's, I have, like, two categories, and I'm kind of going to steal from Shannon's idea of going just one year outside of our five-year uh, to 2010. Um, Frozen is means a lot to me, because it was, like, the first kind of, like, we called it a date night. But me and my niece went to saw a movie together for the first time, just me and her without her brother. Aww. And that... It just she was just excited to be there, be at a movie without her brother. Like just it was just her. It was her time, you know. And you know she took a picture at that time. I think Winter Soldier had come out, and there's like these big Winter or Captain America standees, and she took a picture in front of it and stuff. She was just excited to be at the theater, and she was having a great time. She's on the edge of her seat for the whole movie, and it was just a lot of fun. And she was singing, and it was it was in the car afterwards. It was great, and. uh uh, so that, and then it just very shortly after that, or maybe like the same time, let me think here. Yeah, not long after the Lego movie came out, and uh, I took her brother alone to see that because you got You can't, you can't just take one to a movie and not take the other one. Otherwise, they start fighting, and you know, he likes you better than me, and blah blah blah. Um, so I took him to the Lego movie, and that was fun because he likes Legos, and he likes Batman, he likes superheroes, it was everything. And for that, for me, that movie is fun because it's a really funny movie. And there's a lot of moments in there where you could just laugh. And there's some, there's like, there's kind of a Toy Story ending to it, um, with the dad and the kid. I thought, oh, yeah. man, the Lego movie is all about sticking it to the man, though. It's all about <laughs> corporate America. It's so good. I'm I'm not going that deep into it right now. <laughs> I'm just going in the it was, the face it was, value. Don't go that deep into it, Dave. It is just, you explore a whole other realm of animated movies. So not Don't not even only get me started on Happy Feet. Not only was that movie so like surprisingly good, but now it's one of those movies where now when they say, "Hey, we're gonna make a, a Play-Doh movie." You don't – well, I mean, maybe you still do, but I at least don't go, that's really dumb. Because the first time I heard we're making a Lego movie, I was like, that's dumb. Really? That's even really after dumb. all, like, the, the Lego, like, Star Wars games and stuff like yes. that? Even after yeah. that? Okay. Yeah. I, thought, I, thought, I thought the concept of a li- – uh, not live action, but, like, a feature film mm-hmm. uh, of a Lego movie and not on any existing property was its own sure. story that, that incorporated elements from – you know, other toys into it. I thought that's really dumb. That how can that be good? This sounds like just marketing. <laughs> you were me. you were glad to be wrong. Yeah, I was so glad to be wrong. And so now when they say like I've heard talk about a Play-Doh movie. Yeah. And years ago I would have said that's the stupidest idea. Don't <laughs> right. do a Play-Doh movie. But yeah. maybe there's a way to make it good because maybe there's a way to make a great Lego movie that's not ninjago or you know star wars or they are doing now but yeah but like you know it's not it's not a a movie based on an existing franchise it's its own thing now yeah well and real quick before i move out to frozen for good i have to say i also adored it (laughs) and i have a little sister and i went and saw it with her and 
she is like the epitome of Anna and I am apparently her Elsa and we <laughs> still call each other that like she still calls me her Elsa because that is actually very close to our relationship growing up we just we're very very different people but that doesn't mean we don't love each other like we have yeah. different goals for our future and different like totally separate beliefs and we're just weird opposite ends of the spectrum but our love for each other is like insanely deep and she knows if she ever needed me in the middle of the night I would be there for her and it's just like such a great representation of a sister relationship mm-hmm. um, especially of one where they're different people but still connected and so I think the same connection you feel to like um, Big Hero 6 I feel to Frozen and it's it's a great movie yeah yeah uh, I, I've wondered too if that's why I'm so connected to like the Supernatural franchise or that show because like it's just two brothers, and that's it. And, yeah, and sure. really, really good classic rock, at, the, at least to the beginning of the series. <laughs> but uh, no, but uh, for me, the movie I'm going to pick. You know, I said Frozen and Lego Movie are are great, and they should be on that list. But Tangled, and that's the one that's just outside of the, the mm. five years. Yeah. Um, this is, you know, it involves my niece and nephew. Be, more my niece. My nephew didn't want to watch it. Um, cause he's like, I'm a boy. I don't want to watch this garbage. And she got to pick the movie this time. Cause I was babysitting him at their house. And so we watched this and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to really watch this. Uh, you know, I'll watch it for her. And you know, maybe me and Josiah will play a game while, while we're watching it with her. I was in this movie. Like I was into it. Like it was a lot of fun. Um, I don't know. I just really enjoyed the movie at myself, not, not having the connection with the kids this time. Like as, as a person, I liked this movie. I thought it was a fun way to tell the Rapunzel story. And Zachary Levi was great as Ryder or Flynn, if you want to call mm-hmm. him Flynn. And then, you know, the, the little frog thing or lizard thing was great. And she was cool too, even though it was Mandy Moore. It was a chameleon. Yeah. Chameleon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Mandy Moore. Mandy Moore and Paul F. Tompkins, one of my favorite stand-up comedians, is in it, and like it was, it was. I don't know. I had a lot of fun, and for me, when I watched it, it was less of like a, a Disney prince. This was like the first time I really realized this isn't a Disney princess that needed to be saved. This this idiot is just there, and like maybe helps her realize it, but it's not about him. It's more about her. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, well, well, I can see why Sydney likes this movie. She was the one that picked it. She liked it a lot, and I understood why. It wasn't just cool animated people and and things that are talking like a weird horse fighting with a with a guy in a pan like it was, it was but there is that <laughs> the, but there is that love story too but at the same time i don't know I, I i just enjoyed it it was it was cool and that again that falls outside but we're we're running out of time i mean there's tons of movies we haven't even talked about like the incredibles or uh ratatouille is another one monsters inc i really like um you know Monsters University. Monsters University is a weird oh. choice for a movie to make. They go backwards in time on that franchise, and it worked. I think so, we yeah. should do this. Like, I think just to go through it, we should each tell our top three, like of all time, like our top three greatest movies that but we I could don't still have watch. A top on. three, Jenny. I can't <laughs> rank things. You, mm. Just three Dude, that three that come to your mind. Was, yeah, that come to your mind and your heart just goes, yeah. That you haven't said yet. Okay, okay. Well, what three but would you have, yet. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You don't have to abide by that one. <laughs> <laughs> what, what would be your three, Jenny? Um, my three, as, as we've been sitting here talking, my number one would be the Iron Giant. I knew that uh, was coming. Hand, 
hands Damn down. you, because I, I thought no one was going to say it, and I was no. Gonna I knew, I knew she was waiting to say it. So like, I, uh. I, I love the Iron Giant. I love everything about that movie. Um, but I'm also a huge fan of the Secret of Nim. And that's a great movie. A, it's an it's amazing movie. And when I was a kid, I didn't really understand the story at all. I just, you know, I wanted. I wanted her to get help for her her little boy. <laughs> Where her husband go and all that? And then I think I think I, you and I talked about this, Dave. I watched it again, uh, like last year, and I was just like, "That movie is dark. That movie is so messed up, and it's so bri- brilliantly written. Like it's mm-hmm. great. If you haven't seen Secret of Nim, just spin. It's hard to watch, watch it- uh, these days because it's it's kind of a dated art style. I kind of like it though. I think it's well, I've kind of, always loved that art of Secret me of Nim. Too. It's a different color spectrum. Like mm-hmm. everything now is a little more bright or there's more contrast to it and it's a little more monotone, but it's it's amazing. And the the owl and everything and uh it's so good. Um and then my third my third is rough because I'd like to go with like a classic like Beauty and the Beast or something like that. But I'm gonna be totally weird and throw in the Dark Crystal. Just to throw in like a Henson type <laughs> thing. Because Dark Crystal, that movie too is on the dark side, but it's it's awesome. So those would be my three. Have you ever seen that video from uh Robot Chicken where they did the Dark Crystal? They did the rap about the Dark Crystal? No. Super funny. Super Guess good. You get a chance to YouTube it. Yeah. Yeah, it's really great. It's MC Gelfling. <laughs> yes. Oh, Dave, I'm totally curious with yours. Like, what would your three? I get to go last. No, I want to hear yours now. <laughs> I'll go next. Okay, cool. Sa- right, save go. me because I, I haven't really been thinking. <laughs> Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch is so good. About acceptance and family and how family is not just who you're related to. And she's um, adorable as hell. Love- Oh my god, so adorable. Um, How to Train Your Dragon is so good. Um, mm-hmm. About yeah, really everything's good not packed up. Yeah, things are not just how they appear, and so good. Um, and what was the other one I was going to say? Oh, shoot. Hang on, let me think this <laughs> You can agree with me on how good How to Train Your Dragon was. Oh. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh yeah, really well that good. was that was going to be the one I put that I have never was... cried so hard at a cartoon in my life that oh. an up oh, and in the first five minutes of it. What did you say? Five up? ten minutes. I'm sorry. Did yeah, you say you know, up? up? Okay, okay. You want to know what kind of? And I didn't realize this until Patrick pointed it out to me because it was one of them. We're watching it, and I hear a snort next to me, and I'm like, "Are you crying?" He's like, "No." <laughs> but, but, he, but after after it was done, and I didn't realize it, and it makes it even more sad. She kind of reminds it. She's almost the same character as the mom in The Incredibles. So when you put it in that context, it makes it even more sad. Mm. So yeah, that one. That wasn't one there like what did it, weren't they awesome. connecting like the old man from Up to being somebody else in a different Disney movie or something like that? Yeah, they they always try to do that. Well, yeah, like, but I think both the animators and the fans. The fans are always looking for connection, and the animators always. Well, I mean, yeah. they did it in Frozen because the, the Rapunzel and Flynn are in Frozen. Yeah, yeah. the back of their heads are. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, and we can't forget um, Howl's Moving Castle. What? I don't know. Howl's what that Moving is. Castle. Helen's Moving Castle. Howl's 
How Howl? Yeah, Howls. Howl's I Moving Castle. I don't think I've ever heard of That's this one. That's the older one, right? That's the one from like the seventies. Like, is that an older cartoon? You've no, never that's seen familiar. Howl's Moving Castle? No, that's no. that's um. I know it's a Japanese film. <clears throat> it's Miyazaki. And Miyazaki oh. makes great stuff. The same guy who made like Princess Minoke and uh, My Neighbor Totoro. Now that you've said that though, too, I'm just and this is a side note, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but Spirited Away. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Okay, but no, I've never seen it. I don't know you've that. Never, oh my gosh, Jenny, you would probably adore Howl's Moving Castle. It was probably the first movie I saw that got me into anime. I'm writing it down right now. <laughs> I can't believe you've never even heard I, of it. I've yeah. I've never, I've never really. I'm big on Japanese and like Korean like horror movies and dramas but i never got really into the anime cartoons and such oh like i know God. a few of them but i it, it i don't have a large knowledge of them i guess but they're all good like i remember the first time i saw akira and i was like this movie's awesome but for some reason i i, I don't get exposed to them as much which i'm really sad about you you have to be connected, like like look for it. They're they're not as prevalent in over here in the states to to see those movies. You have to like. I thought everyone had seen Howl's Moving Castle. It's so predominantly. <laughs> I mean, I, so many of my friends adore. It's like my neighbor Totoro. Like I don't know how you haven't seen Howl's Moving Castle. This is my my mind is like all over the ceiling right now. So blown. <laughs> You're like, what the? I, I thought you said Hell's Moving Castle. That's what I first. thought. I thought Helen's, and I then I too. thought Hell's. I'm like, wait a minute. What are we talking about here? Sorry. <laughs> no, I, it's I, not I your fault. Bit of a list, guys. Oh, it's not your fault. It's just we didn't, we, I've never heard of it. That's all. Yeah. Oh, hmm. I'm speechless for once in my life. But now so you, have the, you, you, have the vic- you have the victory of introducing it to so many people. Oh, my gosh. Go watch it, and then let me know your immediate thoughts on it. And if you've if you've seen it and we should have seen it by now, you can hit us up on Twitter at Topic Geekdom and tell us how dumb we are for not having seen it yet. I will. I will absolutely not you. do that. <laughs> not you, everyone that's listening. <laughs> we already know you think I'm we're gonna do that. You already we already know you have lost respect in us for not knowing what it is. Oh, I lost respect in you a long time ago, dude. Surprised you didn't hang up on us after that. <laughs> so what Shannon, what were your three again? Up, uh what what were the other two? Uh, I did four because I cheated, but oh, okay. I've never heard of so you know. What? I did up, and stitch, and uh, what I forgot the other one now. Um, how to train your dragon. How to train your dragon. And, uh, I, and how to train your dragon's a good one. I don't. I, I don't know if a lot of people actually like watch that and like they remember it to put on their list, but it's definitely worthy to be on the list. I actually <laughs> ended up liking the second one more than the first one. I've never seen the second one. Like second one I need, really I need to, but I haven't seen it. Yeah, I enjoyed it a lot. Okay, John, Johnny, what are yours? Uh, so one of them, one of them, Jenny already said, which is the Iron Giant, um, which is hands down one of the best animated movies ever. And Amen. that's not, and that's not an argument to be had. That just is a fact. One of the best animated <laughs> movies ever. So if you think that's incorrect, you're you're wrong. You're just wrong. The Iron Giant's fantastic. If you haven't seen the Iron Giant, go see it. Rent it. Get it on Blu-ray, whatever. Don't don't let the um, don't let the fact that I love that movie. <laughs> oh my god, every time I see that movie, and I've seen it a lot, I, I probably watch it at least once a year. 
Um, but what the fact that Vin I Diesel is the main movie, character in it? Vin Sweet. Diesel was was so <laughs> great as the giant robot, but the end when he's flying up towards the towards the the um, Superman. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. The thing is okay. to the missile. He's flying up to the missile, yeah. and he remembers Hogarth saying. You are who you choose to be. He says Superman closes his eyes and explosion. Cry every time. Not bawling. Every time. I well up and a tear or two roll down and I'm like, oh, that's – he sacrificed himself. Um, great movie. And then Aladdin, of course, because I said that before, Aladdin's my, probably my favorite animated movie. Um, it it uh, I think actually now now that I think about it, and I might have said earlier that I didn't see it. I think I actually did see it in the theaters now that I'm remembering because I'm having flashes of seeing, like, the genie and Carpet um, on the screen. And Carpet's my favorite character from that movie. <laughs> Carpet's the <laughs> okay. best. Um, and then I wanted to try to pick one outside of Disney because mm-hmm. I, I because there are just so many great Disney movies. Because you're so punk um, rock. What's that? Because you're so punk rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I'm, I'm cool. Is what I'm trying to say. I'm real <laughs> right, cool. Right, right. Um, and I was having a little bit of trouble, but I would say uh, Kung Fu Panda Two is <laughs> would be up there on my list because I loved Kung Fu Panda and I liked Kung Fu Panda Two even more, even more, even probably ten times more. Wow. Than the original Kung Fu Panda. I thought Kung Fu Panda Two is fantastic. Really, really love it. And then they have that little tease at the end. Um, Dave, you haven't seen him yet, have you? You no, haven't I, seen the second and third I one. I saw the first right? one. Yeah. Well, you got to see the second one. It's really good. It's a good douche. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I guess I guess those three. I'm trying to think trying to think if there's one more I want to throw out there because Shannon took an extra one. He's <laughs> um, <laughs> like, so I'm going to do it. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. We've well, talked about most of them. Disney, so it better not be another Disney. Mm, no, he went all no, punk guess... rock with his Kung Fu Panda 2. Outside yeah, of yeah. Kung Fu Panda Two is great. Kung Fu Panda Two is really good. Um, Kubo and the Two Strings, I guess, for the last one. See, I, I, I didn't I even want know. To throw out there real quick. I you gotta even, see Kubo and the Two Strings. I couldn't even remember that that wasn't even Disney. I thought that was Disney. No, 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 no. Uh, Leica is that what it is? Leica. I don't know. L a i k a. That's the name of the company oh. that makes them. Jenny, we were talked about Secret and M, right? We brought that up. Yeah, I'm trying to remember if that was while we were recording or a separate conversation. That's how no, out of no, it out of I am right that, now. Because that was on that was my part of my three. I was Iron Giant, oh, yeah. Secret of Him, and Dark Crystal. Okay, so oh, my yeah. my three are Ants, A Bug's Life, and I can't think of a third really crappy one. No, uh, I'm just kidding. A Bug's Whoa, Life, A Bug's crappy. Life isn't A Bug's Life isn't crappy, but it's like lesser of the Pixar movies. You know, nobody really talks about A Bug's Life. It definitely, um, I just it definitely made my boyfriend watch that for the first time. Hour. Um, we used to just watch the bloopers from all the Pixar movies because I would, <laughs> I could die laughing watching bloopers from Toy Story, Toy Story Two, and Bugs Life. Uh, like that would be the only reason I would buy the DVDs instead of just having digital copies was for the bloopers because they're so good. Um, they, I think, do they still I do? I kind of wish they'd still do it. Yeah, I didn't no, think they, they did. Haven't really. Yeah. No, but my uh, my top three uh, with my fourth outsider coming in. Uh, I'll leave that one at the end. Actually, I'll start with four. We'll start with number four since Shannon started this cheat thing. Um, notable mention: South Park, bigger, longer, uncut. Mmm, great movie. Super uh, funny. Yeah, I I don't know why, but I loved it. So uh, that's that's my my notable mention. Number 
three. Uh, no specific order for the rest of these. <sighs> Toy Story one. Um, The Incredibles. And the Incredibles, a good one. <clears throat> I have a hard time picking a number three because I don't want want it to all be Disney. Um, it's hard when Disney consistently puts out quality product. Yeah, they just reign supreme. Well, uh, while you think about it, let me say, real quick, pal, that I agree with you that, that The Incredibles is one of the one of the best Disney movies and should be in a top three. Uh, Anyone's top three. Best Incredibles animated, just animated overall. Like I can't wait for the sequel. I'm so pumped for the sequel, and and. I have thoughts on the sequel that I really hope, and I don't want to hype myself too much, but I really hope the sequel takes place Further. kind of like real time has passed. Yeah. So that like Dash and Violet and um, like the new Jack, generation Jack are older. Yeah. 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 Like, and, and hopefully they're the focus or at least, you know, their, their families or, or, or whatever. Like I want, I still want the parents in there, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kind of want the story to be more centered on the kids because the first movie the, a lot of the story was centered on the the the, uh, the two parents, right, and their relationship, and there was a little bit of Violet stuff about, you know, I'm invisible on the outside and on the inside or whatever, <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I want I want the story to be about the kids with the other characters being a part of it. Um, I I'll, I I got to go with Secret and Nim. Um, I five. Yeah. I was... Did we did we establish Shannon? Did you guys did you other two? Did you guys see that? Have you seen it? I saw it when yes, I was I a kid. It. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it when I was a kid, and I just remember it being really dark and sad. So yeah. I didn't really like. I don't have any fond attachment to it, and I should mm-hmm. probably rewatch it as an adult, but without here's, the attachment. Here's mm-hmm. the question: it's not as good. Do you know what Nim is? Yes. Okay, if you know, remember what Nim, then it then it's not as impactful. I totally forgot what Nim was until I watched it like a year ago, and I was like, "Oh, all right, we got genius. <laughs> we got to wrap up." <laughs> so before we do, though, uh, we talked about past and present. Let's talk future. One movie, animated movie that you know is coming that you're most excited for. It doesn't have to be in 2017 or uh, in the next couple weeks that are left of 2016. Uh, but you know one that's in production that's going to happen no matter what, and you only get one. No cheating this time. Uh, Ooh, I want to go first then. Uh, okay, go ahead. Wreck It Ralph two. Bastard. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, well, mine is actually for a trailer I just saw recently, so that's okay. Uh, all right, Shannon. Incredibles two. Now nah, you stole another one. Oh. I was thinking of two, no, <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> all right, Jenny. Incredibles two is yours. Or do you wanna... gonna, yeah, Incredibles two sounds amazing. Uh, I saw a trailer for it, and it could be really stupid, or it could be really good, but the boss baby looks hilarious. Hmm. It's just about this... this, No idea. It's, uh, it's DreamWorks. Uh, and it's about this, this kid who's living this dream life of being an only child, and all of a sudden this baby shows up under weird circumstances. It doesn't sound like he's born. Like, it's like a stork situation, almost. And he's pretending that he can actually talk, and he's the voice. The voice is Alec Baldwin, and uh, <laughs> it's just awesome. Like Lisa Kudrow and Jimmy Kimmel play the parents, and Tobey Maguire is narrating as the grown-up version of the the, the like the the kid. 
Uh, it's it's it looked hilarious in the whatever two minute commercial I saw for it. But if I'm going outside, you know, like you know, normal upcoming, I'll say Lego Batman. Mm, yeah, uh, that's gonna be fun. So excited for Lego Batman! First time <laughs> Batgirl's gonna be on the big screen, you guys. <laughs> and Zack Snyder cannot do anything about it. Oh. No, we oh, saw yeah. Batgirl. We saw Batgirl already in that classic Shh. Joel Schumacher Shh. Batman and Robin. Oh. Go to sleep, Johnny. Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking yeah. about those days. <laughs> we, I, heard right, right. I, I, I heard that right. they're. I heard resurrecting Shrek, and First I don't know if it's seeing Barbara. Barbara Gordon, nope. not Barbara Alfred's niece not or whatever. Bar- <laughs> not, not Barbara yeah. Butler, I think is. I think was her name in that movie. Bad, okay. Which is way more important to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is definitely a different Barbara Gordon. So that's cool. It's not. It's who's not voice, like the who's classic, voicing her? Like, um, who's going to be the voice? Um, it's Zoe Saldana. Oh, interesting. Is it really? I love Zoe Saldana. Yes. Hmm. Mm. All right. Cool. Well, there's there's a lot of animated movies coming out that you know that should be good. They're making a and Captain Underpants a, movie. Yeah, they are. That's awesome. What you say? Live action version of an animated movie. We have to shout out to Beauty and the Beast. I cannot wait. <laughs> maybe. Oh we'll, yeah. Maybe we'll talk about animated yeah. animated adaptations yeah. to live action next time. Well, then shout out to live action of Aladdin that's already been confirmed. <laughs> All and right. good luck to whoever they get to play the genie, because he's going to fucking need it. You know what we didn't talk about that we kind of should have? Despicable Me. Good franchise. Uh, yes, good. I like the first one, and the second one I, I was, like, fine with. I hope the third one's better than I the like the first one. two. I didn't really care for Minions, even though it was okay. I just mm-hmm. it, obviously it, it loses. It's, when you lose Gru and the kids, there's a big thing lost there, and now we're just. It feels like we're just trying to cash in, and maybe that's my adult side of me not wanting to enjoy it. But I still had fun. There are things about it to like. I'm glad it wasn't about all the minions because they just would the, get annoying. Right, it had to be about a certain like they had to set like three apart or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And how can you not? How can you not like a minion named Dave? <laughs> Or Kevin or Bob or Stuart. (laughs) All right. Uh, So that's our show this week. If we missed any of your favorite animated movies, please hit us up on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. um, And I'll make sure that all these folks get clued into what you guys say. Uh, If you agree with us, anything, if you just want to join the conversation, hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, all that good stuff. Uh, Johnny, you guys, was there, there was an episode this week. We did. We, we finally did it. Um, We, We talked uh, the Phase 1 Marvel movies. Oh, yeah. I Uh, saw it was a two-hour conversation. (laughs) You know, all our episodes wind up being like two hours. Like every time. It's because we always get sidetracked and start talking about other crap. I have no Um, idea what you're talking about. Never happens on this podcast. Yeah, it's never never once happened to you. I understand. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, we we talked Phase 1. I think next week we'll talk Phase 2. And then – then I don't know what we're going to do after that. But, yeah, we talked the Phase 1 Marvel movies, and it's up now. came out on Monday. And if you want to listen to other Just Two Pals stuff, you can obviously find it on the AtomicGeekdom.com website. And we're on iTunes and Google Play and Satchel Player. And you can hit us up on Twitter at Just Two Pals. And you can hit me up personally at Johnny Wellens. Also, when I was on a geek out last week, Dave, I made 
made a mention that um, nobody had actually sent us an email because I used to plug our email. Oh, did somebody do it? Really done in a while. Yeah, Tori Sloan. Tori Sloan sent me an email. And uh, was it a good one or a troll? Was it a troll? No, it was real nice. It was okay. real nice. Yeah, Tori was like, I heard you guys hadn't gotten an email. I listened to the show, heard it on the Geek Out. <laughs> That's awesome. Good stuff. Yeah, it was really, really cool. Um, oh, wait, so he's one of our listeners. Right. No, no, <laughs> well, so Tori, Tori, T-O-R-I. Okay. Um, she, yeah, she said I heard it on the Geek Out, but she also listens to Just Two Pals. So Very cool. She Very said, cool. Yeah, she said, like, I listened to both, but I heard you hadn't gotten any emails so i figured i'd be the first so she was our first fan email nice i like um, it so that's that's archived so now. you're gonna, she's, she's just two pal number three she is now officially pal number three awesome i got bumped out nice. that's right you heard it here <laughs> um at this point i would like to thank our producer of this very episode matthew j bates the second or as he's known on twitter at cthulhu collect with a nice logo of cthulhu as his avatar uh, nice. He has been so kind as to become a patron of ours, and you can do so as well if you'd like to support the show monetarily. Go to patreon.com slash and you can become a producer as well. There's all kinds of different levels. Uh, but by no means do you have to do that to support this, this little show. Uh, you could also do it just by telling two of your friends that you listen to us and that we're at least a little bit entertaining, at least when Jenny and Shannon are here. We're entertaining. Um, otherwise, it's kind of kind of boring. We're supposed to like huh. tackle hug and all that. You're adorable, adorable. Aww. You know, producer Matthew J. Bates the second thinks it's really funny to get mine and Randy's names wrong. <laughs> I think he also He'll... he loves making Randy upset by talking about his lisp that Randy yeah, doesn't he, think he, he has. <laughs> he definitely teases Randy a lot, but I've seen him send out a couple tweets. I think what he said last week was, "So when are Jimmy and Ronnie going to do the next episode?" <laughs> I love that. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's pretty. It's pretty funny. But I it's love also real shitty. <laughs> second i'm i'm taking the second off your name from now on you're matthew j bates you've lost the second wow he's becoming without being on the show he's become a character on the show it's fantastic oh, we love matthew j bates the second the first oh oh yeah um he's his father now <laughs> you can you guys get over to atomicgeekdom.com where you can find actually johnny has a post up there an article about reboots and uh, what sh- what should actually be rebooted what what movies should maybe get a second chance and, and a tv show which i totally agree with them should get another chance uh they've done macgyver let's do this show i won't i won't ruin it by you have to go check it out on the website but uh totally agree with that i love the original show and the second show could be even better um, yeah. even though they're kind of doing it in a different way with the show timeless but that's time travel and it's completely different what did you think about my idea for Soylent Green? Oh, see, now you're ruining it. You got to lead them in. To, now to that's okay. It. It's just one. It's just one of <laughs> one of others. One of six. Like your idea of how you would change it. Yeah, your, yeah. Your how to adapt it and update it. Yeah, I like my, it a lot. Yeah, my pitch. I like it yeah, a lot. And now it's you. now it's on our website. So if anybody tries to take that idea, they have to pay you and Atomic Geekdom. Hell yeah! Goddamn copyright. <laughs> Uh, keep, keep looking at atomicheekdom.com. There'll be more stuff from all of us, not just Johnny. Although Johnny and Justin are working very hard on the website and I have to give them a, a good shout out here. They've been doing the work that I am unable to do. And, um, I really appreciate all the updates that they've been able to provide and it's awesome. And soon, uh, like I said, Jenny and Shannon will also have stuff up there as, as soon as their time allows them to. And, uh, so keep on the lookout at atomicheekdom.com on Twitter and Facebook. We'll also post them on there. So you can't miss them. 
head over to YouTube and find us, Atomic Kingdom. You can see Jenny, Justin, and Patrick running around DesignerCon in our latest video that's up there. That was awesome. Thank you. That was, that was your cue to start talking about DesignerCon. I know. <laughs> if, you, if you're in the LA area during the fall and such, DesignerCon is a great convention to go to because it's it's – Although it's not like TV shows, things like that, it's all the art that revolves around them. And the creative geniuses that are on that floor selling their stuff, mind blown. It's awesome. So one of the best cons out there. There you go. Um, This episode was also brought to you by uh, our sponsor, which is Entertainment Earth. If you go to talkaboutgeekdom.com and click on the banner right now, you can still take part in the Buy five pop vinyls, get one free. Uh, they have a ton of other deals going on in Entertainment Earth right now because it's the holiday season. Um, and hopefully by next week, I'll have two new sponsors of this podcast that you guys can help us out with and also help yourself out with. It doesn't cost you anything extra for things that you would already buy. Um, so stay tuned for that. That's coming very, very soon. Um, uh, there was something else I wanted to say, but I have completely forgotten about it. So we'll just move into thank you for listening to this podcast, the Atomic Kingdom podcast. We do two podcasts a week, just so you don't know. Um, one comes out Wednesday. The other one comes out Thursday night going into Friday. Uh, we do these topic shows and then geek outs where we just kind of rag about the news and random stuff if there's time, which a lot of times when it's me, Johnny, and Tom, there's not time. To, we just, because we rag on Arrow so much to make Tom angry. Ah, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, so those are our two shows. Um, you can find the Just Two Pals podcast, the Two Broke Geeks podcast, and our wrestling podcast called Ringside Geeks, all at AtomicGeekdom.com. We are on Google Play, on iTunes, and on the Satchel Player. If you don't like either of those two platforms, you can get the Satchel Player. It's a cool thing to do. Um, if you liked what you heard, please give us a rate and review on iTunes. It takes a couple minutes, and like I say, it helps us you know, get get noticed and get more people to listen and uh, that's always a good thing. And, uh, since I always let Jenny have the last word when she's on the show and we have another, another lady with us, I will let you both have a last word on the show. So I'll let Jenny. No, I will will forfeit tonight. It is all you, Shannon. Do it. The last word. Okay. My last word is buffoonery. Ooh. You did it. Well done. Like it. I like it. (laughs) 